Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Creative Minds. Joining me here today is Quentin. So, Quentin, can you, first of all, tell us a bit more about you and who you are and what is it that you do? Yeah, um, I'm a creative artist. Um, <laughs> dude, I don't even know how to answer that question anymore. Um, I was an entrepreneur for a long time. Now I lead the marketing team for uh, Greatness Media and like Lewis House and School Greatness and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm a creator, marketer, storyteller, artist, yeah. one of those. <laughs> That's amazing. But I know you had a lot of experience of starting your own company. So you had three companies. So can you tell us a bit more about, actually, before we go and talking to this, tell us a bit more about who you are in terms of like your journey. What did you study? You finished high school, just a bit more about your background. So we just have an idea of that. Yeah. You said start in high school? Yes. Um, well, I've not thought about high school in years. Um, <laughs> high school, I was just, I was a dweeb, you know, like um, an athletic dweeb. Um, I was always that kid in the back, just writing stories, writing poems. I loved English classes. I loved psychology and like sociology and things like that. Yeah. I was terrible at everything else. Um, so bad student, um, had a lot of things going on at home at all times, but turned to music, turned to like the creative scene. I was a good athlete too. Ended up going to college um, on like a, a track scholarship, ran track. Um, yeah, really just discovered that I did like people, that I was yeah. more creative, that I was a lot smarter than I thought I was, even though mm -hmm. I wasn't good at school. Um, mm -hmm. Found technology, started working for these tech startups, started working in marketing, um, worked for a few agencies. Mm -hmm. um, eventually that led me to launching my own. And then that first what? company failed, second company failed, led me yeah. to the third one. But wait one second, what did you study in university? Um, I switched my major like 17 times, <laughs> legit 17 times, but I, I ended up with uh, sociology. Okay. And did you graduate? I walked, but I still have three credits left and I will, I, I'm not going to finish the three credits. You're not going <laughs> to? Okay, pretty awesome. So what um, drove you to start your first company? So your first company was in a virtual reality, like startup, right? First of all, what is that? And what drove you into starting that? Yeah. So the first company, basically I was working on, honestly, I wouldn't even call it a company. I was just, I was super young. I was super green. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Um, it was just a product. Like it was just uh, an MVP that I was building. It was essentially you ordered coffee in Spanish and virtual reality. And that's as far mm -hmm. as I got. Um, yeah. Then I was like, wow, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, this isn't going to make any money. It's too early. Let's just stop doing this. Yeah. Let's go to something that I do know how to do. And that yeah. was marketing. But um, it was just a small little tiny simulation that was incredibly broken. I have a question on terms, in terms of that. When would you know or when do you think one should choose or decide to let go of, uh, let's say, a company or an idea and say that, you know what, maybe it's not the right thing for me. Let me let it go and try something new. When do you know that it's not you giving up as opposed to you just choosing this is not right for you now? Yeah, um, I don't. I don't really want to give advice, but I can tell you yeah. why I knew and how yes. I knew. Um, yeah. The first time I really looked at why I started in the first place, and it was ego. You know, I wanted to be seen as an innovative founder. Yeah. I wanted to do something that was new and fresh. I didn't want to start an agency. Yeah. Um, 
even though maybe the agency that's where my skill set was and I was super young and that's the only thing I could do at the time. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to be viewed as someone that was special yeah. um, instead of just becoming someone special. So I was like, wow, that's dumb. Let's let go of that. That's not a strong enough reason. So that's why yeah. I let go of the first one. The second mm -hmm. one, um, it was, it was finding a lot of success and it was picking up steam, but it was just me yeah. and I was very lonely and I didn't mm -hmm. want it to be just me. And I didn't want to just do the the work that I was doing. I wanted something more. Mm. Um, so I just, I was like, Hey, like I'm going to absorb all of this with this new business, with these mm -hmm. new partners. You can take mm -hmm. all my clients. Let's do it that way. So that's mm -hmm. why I stopped that one. And this yeah. one, the latest one, mm. it was just time. Um, again, going back to the reasons of why I started things in the first place, why I was mm -hmm. enjoying, why I wasn't enjoying. Mm -hmm. And what was important to me was growth. And I just felt that like I was building something that was a prison, like get more clients, hire yeah. more people, repeat. And it was just this, mm. this constant machine that you had to keep feeding, you know, mm. um, that's just, that's not what I set out to build. It's not what I wanted to do. And I wanted to grow and I wasn't growing as fast as I wanted to. So, mm -hmm. um, we could have kept it open. Um, yeah. one of my so, old employees and yeah. former business partners, they have our clients are doing well. So just yeah. not for me. Yeah. So are you talking about the the one, the, the agency that was focused on the LinkedIn uh, a personal branding or are you talking about the video storytelling personal branding business? Video storytelling. Oh, okay. So that you put an end to it and now you're currently working the marketing lead at Greatness. Yeah. So now how the, the question that comes here is how did you get into or how did you apply or how did you get accepted into the marketing lead at Greatness? Because I know you have a podcast as well and you got to interview Lewis House. So tell us a bit more about that. Yeah. Um, so after we decided to shut down our company, I mm -hmm. was just a dark time for me, even yeah. though I knew it was the right thing. It's like, wow, yeah. like I just spent years building this thing. Like yeah. was it the right decision? Um, also, the world was just, it still is crazy, but <laughs> the world was crazy. And then my, a lot of my co-founders, not all of them, one was like, knew exactly what he wanted to do. He was mm. building this fashion brand. He was featured in Vogue. I was super yeah. excited for him. I still am. Yeah. But it was like hard because it's like, wow, I'm just sitting here playing video games and not doing anything. Yeah. I have no idea what I want to do. And then my other co-founder um, took our clients and started his own thing, which yeah. again, I'm happy for him, excited yeah. for him. It's not what I wanted to do. It's just, yeah. damn, I don't know what I want to do. Who am yeah. I? Um, so I just wrestled with that. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to do something that I knew I wanted yeah. to do. And that was my new show. Um, so I launched a show. I reached out to a bunch of people. I had this list of people that were going to be on my launch list, reached out to Lewis. I was like, yo dude, like this is my launch list. Uh, would love to have you on it. Here are the numbers I'm expecting. And he said, mm -hmm. yeah, we'd love to hop on. We mm -hmm. hadn't really, we interacted like a tiny bit before then, but it was yeah. only like a couple messages. Um, yeah. And then we, we talked um, it was cool. I put together the story, yeah. ended up launching this podcast. It hit yeah. top 50 in its category the day that I launched it. Yeah. Um, which I, looking back, I like, I didn't even know because I looked at it later. Um, but then I, I send the episode to Lewis and then yeah. he and the COO and the, the main like project lead, they listened to it and they're like, yo, we love this. Yeah. Um, and rewinding back a little bit, I, was driving a PCB and like dealing with all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, like I've always thought of myself as an entrepreneur. I would love to do something where I'm not focused on building employees or mm -hmm. not building employees, building a company or like putting out fires or dealing yeah. with clients. I just wanted to grow and have the time to grieve the loss of my business and like yeah. um, 
I realized I didn't need to be an entrepreneur to grow. So I was yeah. like, dude, love to work with you. Just applied. I drove down to PCB. And yeah. then after that, it was like three or four months going back and forth because he's had bad experiences with entrepreneurs taking advantage of him, jumping yeah. in, leveraging his name, things like that. But um, I actually ended up taking another job for five days um, before oh. I took this job. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I reached out again because I'm a, I'm a gnat and I'm, that's just how I am. Um, yeah. And then it was like, yeah, um, this this will be dope. And then I joined and here we are. Yeah. And, and you know what I found interesting while you're sharing that story is even after you, your third business, like you had experience being an entrepreneur, working with people, working alone, hustling and, and working through different projects. Even after that, you still were confused with who you are and what is it that you wanted to do. Like, it's interesting to see that point. Like, people think or assume looking at you and your success, like, three businesses, now you're working at School of Greatness, that's amazing. You already have everything figured out. And to see that, that part of you that you're still confused yourself is, I think, very powerful to kind of to see and get aware of. And... Um, you also talked about like grieving the loss of your business. Why is it that you become so attached to a business that it becomes hard to let go? Because some people have the opposite challenge where they're so deeply attached that they're they're willing to stay and hustle and do the things that they don't really value so much just because they want to don't want to lose that part of themselves. So how is it different yeah. for you? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a relationship, you know, like if you're married to someone or you're dating someone and you like yeah. deeply love that person yeah you're a part of your identity will be wrapped up in that person it just will be mm -hmm. like if that person passes away like you lose a part of yourself yeah. um people say it's unhealthy but like that is just it's a fact it happens yeah. when you love someone yeah. a business is the same thing um it a part of your identity partly needs to be wrapped into it because if mm -hmm. it's not you're not yeah. going to hustle in those yeah. initial years you're not yeah. going to work hard you're not going to be willing to push through certain things so it just mm -hmm it's a part of you and it becomes a part of you. Yeah. And that's why it's so hard to let go yeah. of. Um, I think the problem with a lot of entrepreneurs though is that they don't grieve the loss of their businesses and they just jump in, jump in and jump in and yeah. jump in. Um, and maybe that's just me like looking in, looking out or looking in from the outside, you know, but um, yeah, it's just, it's just like any other relationship. Like, hey, I had a relationship with my business as weird as that sounds. But, but what is so special about like, what do you mean by grief? Like, what do you mean by grief, the loss of your business? Like, I think the, yeah. don't, don't people, many people don't understand what you mean by that. Sure. Yeah. Um, so when I was like, yo, um, so COVID happened. Um, and right before COVID, we were having like our best year, like yeah. best year, like best month, best quarter, everything. Yeah. Um, but previous to that, we were having our worst. And that was around the time that my little brother had passed away. So I was mm -hmm. just like checked out. I was like, this everything sucks, whatever. Then mm. January comes around. I'm like, okay, business coach, fire us. If we don't hit this, if we don't hit our goals, we obliterated our goals. Then mm. COVID happened. Then all these things just downhill, mm. downhill, downhill. Mm -hmm. um, all these announcements with the world, like, Hey, this is shutting down. We're not going to open up lockdown, quarantine, all these things. Mm. Um, a couple months after that, have to furlough most of our employees, not all of them, but most mm. of them. A mm. um, couple months after that, um, we're like, yo, this just, it's not going to make any sense. Like, mm -hmm. we're not happy. We're not doing this. We're going to shut this down. Mm -hmm. um, we went from this high of, hey, like everything is perfect. Everything yeah. is going great to yeah. this, the lowest of lows. And mm -hmm. like on top of the world to the bottom 
for circumstances that we couldn't control. Mm. Um, we could have kept it open. Yes. Mm. Like we could have like weathered it out, but like, it wasn't something that we wanted to do, mm -hmm. but still like circumstances that we couldn't control. Like mm. that's like, you're in love with someone, yeah. everything's going great. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that person's like, you know what? Yeah. I actually just fell in love with this person over here. Wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to leave you. Like, yeah. I'm not going to explain myself. Like yeah. you just, you're not for me and I'm going to leave. And you don't, you, you don't, you're not given that chance to say yeah. like, wow, like yeah. you're not given that closure. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what it felt. Yeah. Um, losing the business, even though it was a decision, mm. losing the business, it's, yeah. it was a loss of me. And then like, you are genuinely lost. I don't think everyone feels like that. Like my yeah. BR company, like it was like, whatever, yeah. like, who cares? Like I'm going to move on. Yeah. Even my other agency, the only thing I struggled with was, Hey, now this is my income and it's everybody's income. Like, yeah. um, it was my business. Yeah. Now it's everybody's business. Yeah. Um, cause we absorb my client base. Um, this third one's the only one where I'm like, damn, like this yeah. blows. And I felt like I lost myself, but. Yeah and, yeah. and actually listening to what you're saying, I really noticed that it's because it's a business that you have with other people and there's other people involved in it. I think that's kind of what make it, made it hard for you. And actually, before you even explaining this, my question was, how was it, how were you able to let go of the people who were working with you? Because um, because of COVID happened, so I've, I've met a lot of people who, so I met someone who was doing really well in, let's say, um, an industry, right? Like he's doing really well in the hotel management industry, but he's like really high, high in that position. And because of COVID, you know, the industry is like really went, got really affected and he had to fire so many people. And like he talked about his experience and how firing people was so hard. Like he'd go back home and just emotionally drained and you would not even consider such a thing. Like if someone looking at it, they're just looking at the person being fired, but they're never looking at it from a perspective of the person who's firing. So how were you, how were, how were you able to cope with this? Yeah. Yeah. People don't talk about it, which is yeah. sad, you know, but everybody yeah. sees the business owner as a bad yeah. person. Yeah. Um, but they don't see, Hey, we're not going to pay ourselves all of pandemic, all yeah. of quarantine. Like we did not pay ourselves, all of the founders, we did not pay ourselves. We actually kept one person on, wow. not, he, he didn't do a single, like single shred of work for us. We kept yeah. him on for like six extra months because he had taken wow. a huge leap, yeah. um, a huge, huge leap to come work with us um, yeah. from this big company. And he was having a baby and his yeah. wife wasn't working. So we're like, okay, we're not going to pay ourselves anything. Yeah. We'll keep you on. You have until this to like find something mm -hmm. new. Mm -hmm. Um like they don't see that part, mm. you know, like, and yeah. they don't need to see that part. It's whatever, yeah. like all of the business, there have been things like that, like where yeah. employees will just never fully understand what you're doing for them or the sacrifices yeah. that you're making. And it's fine that they don't. There's just so many things on the business owner side. Um, that's but, rough, but like, that was the hardest thing, like letting people go, like, especially because like you fostered their talent, like you, you helped them like get to a certain point with a lot of these people. It was like one of their first like jobs too. Like, yeah. so it was very, very difficult. The yeah. one thing I did do though, yeah. was like, Hey, you should meet this person they're hiring or like, Hey, like you'd be a good fit over here, but that sucked. That sucked. Yeah. And I, I don't think that relationship will ever be fully yeah. there with a lot of those people, which yeah. sucks, but 
Yeah, no, I actually, I really appreciate that you mentioned that you were, you try to help them build connections with other people who are looking. So that was kind of like the key point that I was asking, like, how were you able to help them? So that's awesome. So you also talked about the loss of your brother. Can you tell me how that has affected you? How you how were you able to like, grieve in that period where everything in the world was going wrong? You lost your, lost your brother, uh, your business, COVID, like multiple different things. How was that for you? Yeah, it blew. It still blows. Um, yeah. And feel free to share whatever you feel like you don't have to share if it's not comfortable for you. Yeah. Um, I think just all of it, all of it together just changes who you are. And because it changed who I am. Mm. And then quarantine, you're forced to sit with it. Yeah. Like I've just, I've learned a lot about myself in the past two years, you know, like. Yeah what I want, who I am, what yeah. I'm good at. It's just, it's just changed everything. Like yeah. the world looks so ugly to me, but also so, so beautiful at the same yeah. time. Um, so I don't really who, know. So who was, who was you and who are you now? Um, before, I think I was just, I was someone that um, if everything would have stayed the way it was, I think mm. I would have, my ego yeah. would have been very, very inflated. Um, yeah. I would have put myself on a pedestal. Um, and I, I thought I wanted not, I thought at that time that person wanted a really big company, really successful. Mm. I wanted recognition. I wanted to be on the stages. I wanted mm. a lot of money. Yeah. Um, nothing wrong with any of those things. Most of yeah. those things, um, in me now, I don't want employees don't even need a business. Um, I don't want to ever be bound by having to create something to live to please sponsors, to, I don't want someone putting something on my schedule. Like I just want complete freedom and I want to wake up in the morning and just look out the mm. window and do nothing if I want to. Yeah. Um, I just want to enjoy my life. And I think mm. that's the biggest change for me now. Um, really what I want versus how people will perceive me or view me. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I just, I want to enjoy it. Yeah. But is it supposed to be, or this is what we're really told that entrepreneurship gives you that freedom but from what I'm hearing from you is like you're working in a company is giving you that freedom. Entrepreneurship does not give you freedom. Um, I think wow. that is a big, big myth yeah. for a lot of people. Entrepreneurship can give yeah. you freedom. Okay. Um, it gave me a lot of freedom. But mm -hmm. the problem mm -hmm. is like, hey, people think like, yo, like I'm going to start this business and then like, cool, I'm going to be able to travel the world. That yeah. only works if you build the business in a way that allows you to do that. But a yeah. lot of people start agencies. A lot of people start service-based businesses. And it's like, yo, mm -hmm. your clients then become your boss. That mm -hmm. is what that is. That's <laughs> yeah. not freedom. That is yeah. a prison. Mm -hmm. And nothing, I mean, if that's what you want, that's cool. Like, that's totally cool. It can yeah. be very lucrative if you go that route. Just for yeah. me, that that was not freedom for that business, at least. But oh, wow. you can have it. You just have yeah. to build the business intentionally in a way that gives you that freedom. Wow. wow, That's such a different perspective. I remember also like another point I remember going through one of your posts as well too, where you talked about that, where you talked about um, the idea that you don't need to be an entrepreneur. Like you can have a job and having a job can give you a sense of like, um, it does not have to be routine based, but it gives you a sense of like peace where you do not need to be chasing after clients or chasing after making sure that your employees are getting paid. So I really love that post. 
And um, I really liked another post where you wrote this, okay? You wrote, you're not a machine that, that needs to be fed. Like social media is not a machine that needs to be fed. And you said, I don't want to have to create more content because I'm afraid I'd become irrelevant or because I need to please a sponsor or whatever. I just want to create because that's what I love to do. And that's what I'm best at. And honestly, like that hit just spot on because you hear people say, create, 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 just put content. I don't care what kind of content, the more content you, you put out there, the more people see you, the more you're known, the more you're heard, the more attraction you get. But then that post was like, whoa, like you're just challenging what is known, what is familiar, what everyone is, or believes. So what drove you to that place? Like, why do you think that uh, you should not create content all the time? Why do you think it should be, um, or you do not care about people wanting to remember who you are? Because honestly, if you think about it, if you take some time off and people are no longer seeing your posts, they are going to subconsciously forget about you in a sense. They are. So why isn't, why, what is your suggestion about that? Why do you think you should not be constantly posting? Yeah. Um, I think I'm coming from a place of privilege. Um, okay. I was talking to, uh, um, basically like I have paid myself like third, um, past five years because I've yeah. been building businesses, yeah. um, and pouring everything I have back into these businesses. Yeah. Um, so this year and the next two years, I'm like putting my head down. I'm going to make a lot of money. That is my focus yeah. in my, in this new role, but also just as me as a person. Um, and I don't want to like, I don't want to tag on like an extra 20 hours a week to do that. Just a couple hours a week work really hard. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah. I know that I'm in a place where it's like, I know the right people. I have the right skills to be able to just do a couple things really well and mm. get what I need. Mm -hmm. um, I also made 500 plus videos in a row without stopping, like just yeah. putting out like content every single day yeah. so that people would recognize who I am. Okay. And I know that I have the skills to, even if I disappeared for like 10 years, I could come uh -huh. back and build again because I know how things work uh -huh. and I know what I need to do in order to do that. Uh -huh. So I would say me as a creator and as an artist and yeah. who I am and where I'm at and the variables that are there in my life, yeah. I don't have to create in a way that is that machine. And okay. I would say there are also a lot of other people that do too. You know, I, mm -hmm. I would say if you're more creative, mm -hmm. if you're more of the artist, yeah. like people like to put these parameters on us, these, these boxes, Hey, do this and do that and do this yeah. and this and this and that and that. And yeah. some there's merit to a lot of those things. Like creating mm -hmm. every day is very valuable. You will run into more problems. You'll create more, you'll learn more. You'll mm -hmm. be a better creator. If you do that, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be in public though. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're like a business person and you don't consider yourself a creative and it's just like, yo, whatever, I just want a system, do it yeah. every day, put it yeah. out there. Like you will be more successful if you are um, at least putting out something of value every single day. So I would just say that's more for me. Yeah. Um, I don't want to build a prison, but my prison might not be a prison to you. You might want to create every single day and want to yeah. please sponsors and want to do those things. Yeah. I just want to be free. Like I, yeah. just, I just want to wake up and drink coffee and, yeah. and chill, you know, and not yeah. have to worry about creating. Yeah. But other people, like that's what they want to do and that's all they want to do. And that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so I would say that's more a personal thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if it applies to you, totally, totally. Yeah, so actually key points, like a few points that came up from what you said. Uh, first of all, uh, you said you can create content, but it does not need to be public. 
So I think that is key. Like you do like anything that you do, you're doing to enhance you. You want to be a better content producer, creator. You could do it on your own time. You don't need to share it. And that's key. So I love that point. Another point that you said is prison. The idea of this, this need to be constantly posting becomes more like a prison. And that's not the intention. So you're so right. When you are forced to be kind of creating all the time because someone else told you, then it becomes like, I have to instead of I want to. So when it becomes I have, it becomes like more of like a prison. Like, I don't want to do it, but I have to kind of thing. Awesome. And another thing, too, that came up was this idea of artists. So I honestly am very interested by how artists create content and how, and just like even even like uh, singers or uh, like actual artists themselves. So um, let's say if you're looking at a celebrity and she, like, uh, let's say let's look at Taylor Swift, for example. So she creates content. She creates music everyone likes her music most people do um like her music uh and what she does is she takes like two years i think to release another album so she takes time off writes her songs and then comes and plays them so that part really like i don't know i don't know what your intake on is on this but i found it very interesting because i feel art needs time for it to be written to be felt to be expressed and then brought out to the world so like yeah what are your thoughts on that like do you think someone could have an idea let's say of or a topic they want to address and wait on it for the right time or do you suggest that if an idea comes just execute it now yeah um if you're listening to this and you haven't read the book big magic by mm -hmm. elizabeth elizabeth gilbert mm -hmm. um who's like the author of eat pray love she talks about yeah Basically, big magic is. Uh, actually, I'll tell you this story. She was writing a she was writing a narrative, right? Hey, um, this isn't exactly correct, but basically, it's about some person from Minnesota and like the Amazon and like all these different details about the story. Yeah. Um, she just kept putting it off. I'm gonna put it off, but I'm gonna write. It. I'm gonna put it off. I'm gonna write. It. I really want to write this, but I'm gonna put it off. Yeah. And she goes to this seminar and she sees this person speak and she's like, "Oh my god, I love this person. I gotta meet this person." Yeah. End up becoming friends. End up becoming like pen pals. They write letters to each other. Um, and then finally, like years later, they sit down. And she's like, "Are you gonna tell me about this book that you're writing?" Yeah. She's like, "Yes. It's about this person from Minnesota." Mm -hmm. and they're in the Amazon. It was like all these details that were similar to what she was writing, not exactly the same, yeah. but pretty much to this story that she wanted to write. And big magic is like, is that ideas are not our own, um, yeah. that they're coming from somewhere else and we're just, we're given them. And if we don't act on them, the idea yeah. is going to pass on to someone else. Um, I would say and ask yeah. yourself, is that idea important? And do you need to move and act on it now? Because I like, I do not have any shortage of ideas. Like they're always yeah. there, like, always there. But it's like, do I need to act on this now? Yeah. Is this idea mine? Am I really passionate about this thing? Uh -huh. Sometimes I am and I yeah. move on it. Sometimes I'm not. And I would say art, like, yeah, yeah there are rules. Yeah, there are things in like, things that we need to understand, like the yeah. fundamentals for a lot of, like, depending on what your art is for a lot of these mm -hmm. things, like as a writer, you should understand grammar, you should understand yeah. these things, yeah. but also being able to break those rules. Yeah. Like that's where a lot, like, we're like, damn, like, I love that. That's art. Yeah. Like, wow, that's surprising. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so don't, don't worry about the timeline. It, it depends on what it is. You know, if yeah. it's a podcast and it's like, or a documentary or something like of course that's going to take time if it's a yeah. song maybe it is i'm gonna 
I'm going to push this out. I'm going to push out 30 songs every single day. Or maybe yeah. it's like, yo, I'm going to take three years to write this album. I don't think there's rules there. Yeah. I just think you've got to do what works for you. Um, but I would say push it out. You know, like a lot of people just try to make it perfect and keep trying to make it perfect and yeah. go, go, go. Like you've got to put it out there eventually. Otherwise your idea is going to move on to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. So let's say, um, someone wants to write a book. So I had a scenario with that. So someone really wants to write a book, but um, like the book, so, okay. So it's a, it's a kind of a conflict between wanting to post or write a book. So if you were to post, okay, you're going to be posting, let's say uh, topics that are definitely going to be somehow covered in the book. So would you suggest someone not, let's say, not posting all this time, focusing on writing the book or posting and then writing at the writing in the book at the same time? What, what do you think? Like my, my, my question is, should someone wait, wait till they finish the book and then start posting or posting and writing the book at the same time? And it depends on what your goal is, but mm. without much context into this person's life, you know, yeah. like if you're writing a book, I would assume you want to sell it. And if you want to sell it, yeah. you have to have a brand. And if you don't have a brand, then yeah. I'm not sure how you sell it unless you have like some big yeah. publisher or whatever, like you get lucky or I'm not, I'm not even sure how that world works. Okay. Even I really want to write a book one day, yeah. but if you have a brand and if you have yeah. your own list and people recognize your name, it's going to be a lot easier to sell it. Even if you're pushing out a lot of the same ideas, yeah. um, I think that's fine. Um, yeah. cause then again, you're going to be reaching different people with a yeah. book, yeah. um, so I would say do both, yeah. but if you can't, I would say build brand and just take your time on writing the book. But again, yeah. what are, what's the intention? If you just really yeah. want to write a book, write the book. Cool. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Cause you know, I've interviewed, interviewed a person earlier in my podcast and he's written three books in the last six months and he did not like, he had a regular following on LinkedIn and he just, he just was so creative. He's like, he felt he wanted to write the book. He wrote it. He felt it. He did it. He wrote three books so, and yeah. And, and, and you know what he did too? It's like, he, he really talked about the key point where he was, um, he's like, I want to make sure that I build a relationship with my readers. Like, I don't want it just to be a book, but I want to connect with them. So I found it very interesting point to, to do. So yeah, no, thank you so much for your input on that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like honest. my dream, like wake up in the morning, yeah. do whatever I want and just write yeah. things like yeah. that is that is my, that's my dream. I think I just realized it right now. That's what I want to do. That's, so, that's the life. So like wake up and write. Not wake up and write, wake up and do whatever I want, but I'm wow. a writer. Like that's all yeah. I like, yeah. write books and yeah. blogs. And I mean, I do all that already. Yeah. Just be it. That's all I want to do. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you so much for the covering different topics. So <laughs> let me just ask you a few questions here. Um, the first question is, what are, what are you, what do you regret the most? Um, I'd say I probably just regret, um, I don't really regret much in my life, but, um, spending too much time on projections and money and sales and flow and charts and employees and all that and not spending more time on the people that I love and care about in my life. Mm. I think it's all about the hustle for mm. a lot of us and mm. we forget about who we are hustling for. Mm. Um, I think that's, that will probably be only like always be my only regret because mm. I don't really regret much. Um, mm. uh, yeah. Awesome. 
So what would you say is the most valuable life, life lesson? Just that I've learned or what? Yep, that you've learned. Um, I was interviewing Jason Meat. Um, I wouldn't say this is the most valuable lesson, but this is what popped up in my head when you asked that. I was interviewing Jason Meat, who was like a exec at Sony, like knows like Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Richard mm -hmm. Branson. Like he's worked with like all, all these people or his friends with all these people. Yeah. Um, and he wrote, his first book was called Disrupt You, I believe. His second book was called Future Proofing You. Basically, he ran this experiment where he took this guy, um, had like, this guy was basically like on welfare. Um, he's like, I'm going to make you a millionaire in yeah. less than a year. Um, or in a year and this guy was like a millionaire in like I think like 10 or 11 months um, that's probably my one of my biggest lessons is that if you want to be good or if you want to be like a person of value or if you want to be whatever it is that you want to be yeah you can be it you just have to be it you know if you want to be good just be good uh, yeah. make that decision put in the work and I think a lot mm -hmm. of people just don't put in the work and they're not mm -hmm. willing to or they don't think that they can but I've just seen it time and, and time and again. And the more like big people I meet, you know, like I work for Lewis House. It's like one of the biggest personal brands. It's like they just put in the work, you know, it's yeah. not talent. Yeah. Um, most of the time it's not talent. I would argue like it's never really talent. Mm -hmm. um, they just work really hard and yeah. they put themselves in the right positions and they yeah. meet the right people. And like, that's it. So, okay. Everyone says put in the work, hustle. What do you mean by put in the work? Like, what is, what does it mean? It, again, it's going to be, if you want to write, if you want to be a New York Times bestselling author, yeah. I have no idea what goes into that, but I kind of do. I know a lot of New York Times bestselling author. Yeah. Um, you would need a brand, right? More mm -hmm. than likely, maybe not actually, you can map out your own path, but let's just go with my brain, how it is. Because um, mm -hmm. this is what I want to do one day, personal yeah. brand, right? So for the past five, six years, I've been building my personal brand. I've been able to do really, really cool things. Mm -hmm. I'm putting in the work there. I would need to know the right people. I have a dope network and I'm super, super excited about it. I would need some sort of expertise in some life and yeah. experience, something that I'm building. I've done that. I'm, I'm, I've built the companies. Now I'm working for someone dope, right? I have the experience. I could say I was responsible for that person's success, not responsible, but I was a part of it part yeah. of that person, part of that yeah. person, there's that expertise. I'm putting in the work in whatever that path is, identifying the key um, metrics, not that, not that word, I'm blinking on the word, the key things that are going to drive you mm. to that success. The guy that wants to be a millionaire in less than a year, um, and in that book that I was talking about, there's like 12 different things that you're supposed to do, like identifying those things and going yeah. in on those things. It's going to be different for every single person. Yeah. What I want is completely different than other people, you know, like... Mm but identifying those and just doing those things. Yeah. Um, cause, cause a lot of us, and I'm guilty of it too. It's like, yeah, I should be doing my list over here, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But it's just these three things more than likely that are going to get you there. Mm. Like in mm. January, when we were struggling, mm. like I was doing so many different things mm. by February, we were having our best month, best year yeah. just in February, because it was just these few things that we focused on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So where do you want to go? And then what are the few things that are going to get you there? And just double down on those. Yeah. To me, anyway, that's what that means. But yeah. Just focusing. Yeah. 100%. So if you were to describe yourself in three words, uh, how would you describe yourself? Um, obsessive. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Curious. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, there's a word that I used to like, and I'm, I'm blanking on it. Um, yeah. I don't know, but strategic maybe meticulous i don't i don't know yeah. um but obsessive and curious for sure yeah um, 
But yeah. but does it obsessive drive people crazy <laughs> sometimes? It can. It can. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say it's one of my gifts. Um, I also yeah. just have like crazy ADHD, um, but yeah. I like disappear into my world, uh, yeah. which is a really bad thing, but also a really, really good mm. thing. How has ADHD affected you? Like in what sense? How has it helped you? How has it? Okay. At first, if you had no idea what it is, it, it would have been a curse. And how did you turn that from a curse to an advantage? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's probably a lot of things. Um, even the way that I built my business, like yeah. um, Izzy, who was like my main business partner, would always like make fun of me. It's like, yeah. you're just all over the place, dude. <laughs> but I knew that I was all over the place and that's yeah. why I had him. Yeah. Um, and because I had him, it worked really, really well because I was mm. able to be all over the place and just go in my world and focus and yeah. generate whatever I needed to generate. Yeah. Um, and I knew how to pull out certain things out of me because I've just, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, and I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Um, but going back to when I was younger, like I struggled in school. I always did. Like I would disappear in the back in my like notebooks, like doing my own thing always. Um, yeah. In jobs, I wouldn't be able to focus. It's like, wow, I don't care about this. This is dumb. Like I was always behind. I got yeah. fired a couple of times because I just <laughs> yeah. this sucks. Um, when I started my business, I wasn't able to focus. I was mm. like, why can't I focus? What's going on? Like, like. But then, it, when I really and honestly, I haven't even studied it. But when I really started to look, like, mm. okay, how do I work? Um, why isn't this working? And structuring mm -hmm. my life around that. I found that like I can focus. I can focus mm. really well, a lot yeah. better than a lot of people yeah. because of just how I am. I just, I disappear. But if I'm yeah. not passionate about it or if it doesn't interest me, or if I'm not curious, I yeah. can't do it. Yeah. I just, I can't do it. It's very, very hard. And it's always mm. been hard for me to explain that to people. Yeah. But that's, that's just how I am. So like yeah. the, the small little things in business, yeah. I dropped the ball on a lot of those things. And that's why I need people to do them because it's like, yeah. this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but that, that's just, that's yeah. me and how I work. Yeah. Um, but focus has been a very hard and very easy thing yeah. for me for a lot of things. Were you, did you have to take any meds to help you with that or no? So I never, I never really have. Um, I've only mm -hmm. really taken Adderall. Like I used to do it like twice a year and mm -hmm. when I really needed to focus and yeah. I, I would always get things like boom, done. I just didn't like, and I don't like how I get when I, when I take things like that, I just, I get so analytical and I become a jerk a lot of the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting. interesting. Okay. So if you had all the money in the world, how would you spend it? Um, on experiences and giving back to people. Mm -hmm. um, I would want to experience things. Yeah. Um, just live, have fun create but also give back so more people could live have fun and create if i had all the money in the world i would just fix all the world's problems yeah. um, i just yeah. that is what i would do and cool. have fun what are the causes that you would want to support so what do you care so deeply about um humans as weird yeah. as that sound there's just so much hatred yeah so much yeah. hatred um just human rights in general like yeah. across the board across the board um yeah. Poverty, homelessness, mm. um, hunger is probably the big ones. Um, yeah. But also animals. I, I'm big, yeah. Uh, yeah. big animal guy. And I, and, I, and I also noticed too, um, when you're so like deeply connected with more of yourself and with like a 
like a higher purpose, a higher perspective, an overall approach or look into life, the more you get connected with nature, with animals, with with everything around you. So yeah, definitely for sure. So uh, can you give me a time where you have like messed up and how did you get your kind of self out of it? Like a moment where you failed so deeply and then you're like, you know what, let's turn this around and got yourself back up into the positive momentum. Yeah, I've done it a lot. <laughs> done yeah. it a lot. Um, like for my TEDx one. talk. Yeah. For my TEDx talk. I, uh, yeah. It was it was it was rough for me because I yeah. I don't like planning these things. I just yeah. like to go and do it, and I understand yeah. why you need to. Um, yeah. But I ended up writing rewriting my talk. Yeah. We were working on it for seven months. I rewrote this talk two weeks out. Um, I don't can't tell you why. I just wasn't happy with where I was going, what was happening. Yeah. Um, and then we go up to practice, and I was like. I was reading off the thing. It was terrible. It was the worst thing I've ever done. They're <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to do this. They're like, yeah. can you like, show up in a week and like perform this for me? So I just, yeah. I was like practicing this, practicing this, practicing this. Um, and even then I messed up when I practiced this. So I didn't know I was going to give this talk until the day of. Um, and then the day of, I still didn't really have it. And then when I went up on stage, I just blacked out. And it was like the coolest thing I've ever done. Um, but I, I do, I mess up a lot. Of, like I've yeah. messed up a lot of things. Like even with, with this business um, and COVID, like one of our clients, I didn't follow up in time. Um, they were super lenient. Hey, like, um, yeah. I know these are crazy times. Like, let's just reach back out and follow up in like three months. Yeah. Um, and we basically, we just paid them back for all their service. We send them like 10 grand for like the things yeah. that we haven't sent over. Like, um, like I, I messed up on so many things, so many, so many, so many things, but that's, that's how you yeah. learn. So um, do you believe that, so I'll ask you like a few more questions. Um, so do you believe that life has a purpose? Like, do we have a purpose in life? I think our purpose is what we decide our purpose is. Um, yeah. So what is I your think purpose? if we don't believe we have a purpose and we don't have a purpose, but I think if we do, we do. Um, I don't know what my purpose is. I think that's what I'm trying to figure out. If you asked yeah. me like a year ago, maybe I would have a different answer, but I think yeah. now it's just to help people honestly yeah. no i i think if i said something it would just be bullshit so <laughs> i think i'm trying to discover what i want it to be um yeah but ultimately i just i want to be kind um yeah. help people and tell stories right now amazing and if you were kind of like um to sum up your life now in a few words or where you are currently now, how would you describe yourself? Or what would that be like? Um, chapter two. Chapter two. Yeah. Chapter so two. How does chapter two look like for you? In what sense? Um, chapter one. For whatever reason, I feel like my childhood was just not me. Um, I feel yeah. like my life didn't begin until I was 18, um, even though a lot of what I and who I am was influenced by it. Chapter yeah. one was a lot of me being in the front, a lot of me being loud, a lot of noise, a lot of uh, yeah. creativity and show, like show, show, show. Chapter yeah. two is I want to be behind people and I want to be the driving force for a lot of people. And I yeah. want to learn how to grow anything, how to build anyone's personal brand. And yeah. I've been doing it, but not on the level that I'm doing it now. Yeah. Um, so chapter two is that me growing as a person, also me growing financially. Mm. Um, Cause it's something I haven't really been able to do because I've always been pouring money back into the business, but mm. just growth. Um, yeah. 
growth and fun and getting more aligned with just waking up and writing and yeah. having fun and doing whatever I want, you know? Yeah. If you were to look at your life 10 years from now or 20 years, what or what image that do you have of yourself or what image do you want to have of yourself or you want to create? 10 years from now, glass something. I'm seeing glass, like a lookout, there's water, there's a bunch of green, yeah. um, there's coffee. I'm in it some weird country that I didn't even know the name of before. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like just chilling, like yeah. chilling, traveling, really good people around me. Money will never, ever I mean, it's not an issue, but money is there and it's abundant. My relationships, they're abundant. Um, I just want to travel, have fun. And I'm writing, I'm creating, but I'm not forced to create. You know, it's yeah. not, there's no pressure. It's just I'm doing it because I want to. What are you most grateful for? Hmm. I have this weird gratitude thing with my dog. It's like every time I see him, I'm like, damn, dude, I'm so 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 grateful for you um but just yeah. life in general you know yeah. just life um i feel like really really not i feel really good things are, are happening yeah. yeah um just one after one like just good 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 yeah. and it's just so grateful yeah. yeah especially after how the past two years yeah. have been for me so yeah and and you know when you said that you're so grateful for your dog like i'm not even kidding you like i, I told you this before but seriously when you post <laughs> like videos of your dog like i really like i like your dog for some reason like it's like, <laughs> like when I, i'm gonna watch the videos like there's something like, you're so grateful and i think it shows <laughs> for some yeah, reason yeah. that's my dude that is my dude okay uh the last two questions um what is your definition of freedom so what does freedom look like for you that's a good question um definition of freedom i feel like i did a video on that because someone asked one time um and it's probably completely different now but freedom is whatever would whatever it would be for you i think it's um dependent on the person you know for me yeah. like for you yeah it's not being bound or tied to having to do something but always getting to choose to do something yeah um to wake up and not having to go to work but choosing to go to work mm -hmm. to wake up and not having to go to a meeting but choosing to go to the meeting um, I just want to be in full control of mm -hmm. what my life looks like. That to me is freedom. Um, and also the evolution that comes along with that, because me in 10 years is like me in next year is not going to be this same iteration of Q, you know, like just being able to choose and change um, because I have the freedom, the financial freedom, the lifestyle to be able to change as well. The final question, what is your definition of success? Hmm. Yeah, one's harder. Um, so again, I think I'm redefining of what that yeah. looks like. Yeah. I think before it had to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Success to me, like a, even a year ago, like you're an entrepreneur, you built something, you sold that company, or you yeah. still you still are running that company. People see you as a leader, like, mm. and now I really don't care about any of that. And I think success is just again. What do you want your life to look like and how have you achieved that? And if that mm -hmm. is like, I've got a, a beautiful, significant other and a beautiful family and a dog and a cat and I'm making 40 a year, then you're successful. Yeah. And that's dope because yeah. 
success, like to me, like it's a feeling. It's not like how people view you. It's not like a yeah. check mark on your resume or on your LinkedIn or whatever. Like it's, yeah. it's a feeling. And if you feel successful, then you are successful. Yeah. Um, and whatever that means to you. Yeah. So I would, I would say it's a feeling. Um, yeah. I'm sensing a lot. Of, I'm sensing a lot of what you're saying is based on, um, like letting go of this idea of wanting to satisfy other people and going back to to a space of what do i want what do i care about what is it what makes me happy and how can i achieve that as opposed to what the world thinks is success what the world perceives is you need to chase after that's kind of that's kind of what i was sensing when you're saying this awesome yeah. awesome thousand okay. percent Thank you so much for your time. I love the conversation. And for people who want to connect with you, where should they find you? Yeah, you can find me anywhere, any social platform at tag just Q, T-A-G-J-U-S-T-Q. Um, or my website, quintanalms.com, or just search my name on LinkedIn or something and I should pop up. Awesome. Okay, so I'll attach your details below. So I attach your LinkedIn and attach your Instagram as well so people can, can connect with you there. Awesome. Sweet, you the bomb. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you everyone for listening to this episode. Hope you have an amazing, awesome rest of your day.